0: I think that our music is awesome.
1: I think you're awesome.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're
1: awesome. Is that a $12 shirt or
0: a $16 shirt? $16. <laughs> i am moving on up. Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference.
1: All right. Well, welcome, everyone. Dave and Melina Boswell from New Health Advisors Club. And in the studio today, we have um, a guest that's been here. Gosh, several times we were just speaking about uh, Mr. Peter Vanderlyn. Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you?
0: Pete in the house. <laughs> in the
1: hey, house. <laughs> so here we are. Um, happy anniversary, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. We, 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 I guess there's no such thing as coincidence, but here we <laughs> are um, recording this and dropping this on your five-year anniversary of first joining the club. That yeah? is correct. Yeah.
0: That's incredible. Like, as if we uh, planned it. Right,
1: <laughs> we, <laughs> we didn't, and had no idea. We were we were simply talking about uh, who we were going to, to interview this week, or or feature, if you will. And um, Peter came up because of uh, you know all the well, well, we'll share with you more, but m- all the different um, goals and different things that he had been talking about over years. And we had a, a, a really um, a really deep conversation last week with him. And um maybe a little fine-tuning, maybe a little little slapping around, little whatever you want to call it. Pruning. Pruning.
0: Pruning. Very good. Very yeah, a
1: little, good. Yeah, little little pruning. We can we can talk about that. But yeah. um <clears throat> if you if if you're new to this podcast and you haven't listened to this before, go back and um there's a really great one that's uh about a, a lead in twenty thirteen. It's episode number two, and it's called Dead Men Tale No Tales.
0: Dead Men. Tell no tales.
1: <laughs> I guess it's, it's Halloween, so it's, you know, I, I guess it's... Uh,
0: appropriate.
1: Appropriate. Mm-hmm. Perfect.
2: Well, anyways, that, that was about a lead that you actually made no money on. That is correct. Right. I, actually, in the end of it all, we spent money to have a, a mobile notary take care of the, and sign the documents that had to be done to fix the situation she was in. Yeah,
1: so we did that on episode two. So this podcast isn't always about, you know coming in here and and flipping houses and you don't always make money on every single lead that you get and sometimes it's it's just about well it's always about putting the homeowner in a better situation than you found him and that was a really great um great podcast that's had a ton of f- awesome feedback on it so here we are today going to be talking about um five years and well maybe you can maybe you can kind of share peter because we were um we were just talking about how we we you know we're doing this business. Day in and day out, the life of an entrepreneur. Day in and day out, and sometimes we just get we get stuck in all the stuff of being that entrepreneur, right? Right. The mire, if you will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes when you're when you're stuck, you don't recognize. And um, I mean, I'm speaking to myself in this exact same um, same conversation. I mean, we've we've, Melina and I've certainly been through this at different times. And um, you're five years into this, and you had some goals, right? And um, why don't you share like what some of those goals were. I know you shared with Melina a long time ago what some of those things you wanted to accomplish. Right. And then I'm I'm sure, honey, you can kind of chime
2: in about uh, those conversations you've had along the way.
0: Yes, for sure.
2: Well, I mean, it all started off initially with with lead generation goals. Like, hey, I need to have so many conversations at so many different time periods in order to produce any type of results. Um, So first, my initial goal was like, hey, I just want to have a conversation because like I was not Very open. I was not very uh, personable when I first started this business. It was very hard for me to have a conversation with somebody I didn't know. Like, my whole thing, like when my coach first checked me out, I was like, dude, I'm not getting out of the car. (laughs) Like, for real. Like, if this is what I have to do, I'm I'm not going to do this. And we kind of got stuck in a spot where, hey, you know what? This is what I need to do. I realized that there's some changes that need to happen in me as a person, as an adult, as a husband. And in order to do that, I'm just going to have to break through some of the things that are holding me back. And I, I have to attribute a lot of that to watching yours and Melina's process and the guidance that you guys have helped me go under. Um, you mentioned you're talking to yourself. Part of my direction or part of my influence to push through it was watching you go through part of that process, but in the end, still persevering and pushing through and a lot of the times I've asked myself over the last couple of years of this journey, like, Hey, what would Dave Boswell do at this moment? <laughs> and it was a sense of, Hey, you know what? It's the right thing, no matter who benefits or who takes a loss, like the right thing is going to get done. Yeah. And that's something that over the last five years has been really hard for me to, to transition to. But once I really fully adopted and, and lived into that mentality, that's when my business started taking off and we started setting, okay, well, here's, Numerical financial goals, and once we have this in the bank, it means this. And then, okay, once we have that, um, we want to buy a house. Part of our thing was initially, um, I was sick of the drive. I lived in LA County and was driving all the time. And as I started getting more and more in this business and having an office and stuff to go to, I purposed myself to, hey, I want to find a spot closer to the office. And my wife was like, well, hell, we've been married almost 10 years and we've moved seven different times. And like her and I were just figuring this out the other night. Like, this is the seventh place we've lived since we have got, got married 10 years ago. So part of her thing was, hey, if we're going to um, move, then we need to buy a house. Mm-hmm. And I says, well, if we're going to buy a house, I'm not going to qualify by myself because I run my own business and my life is my business, so I don't make a lot of money is the way it looks on paper because of the way. Okay. Sure, write-offs and so forth. Right, so it's very hard to qualify as a self-employed person. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got to – we've met our financial goal that meant you could quit your job, but you've got to keep your job to meet our goal to – by a house. By a house. So that was kind of where some of our sitting down and planning and numbers and days. And then once we reached that goal, it was, okay, now you can quit your job. And now it's like, hey, I'm working on other projects and learning this business and doing <laughs> other parts of it. And now she's showing interest of wanting to get involved and help me behind the scenes and be much more of a helpmate in that place. So so slow down a second. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: meeting that goal, meaning you, you actually just acquired your, your first house? Your, your the house you're living in, your primary residence now.
2: Correct. Yes. And,
1: and you bought that, and you didn't pay full retail, and go buy an agent and drive around and try to try to find a you know a house that was already done and brought to market.
2: No, that was actually part of my intention of door knocking in the neighborhood. I wanted to live um, was I was not only looking for deals, but looking for a house that f- would be the perfect deal and being able to buy it and my profit literally be equity.
1: Mm. So, instead of cashing out the profit, the profits now living in the house that that you bought under market value and then did the work yourself ultimately or or hired out different parts of that to be able to to get into your own house at a
2: at a deeper discount with some equity correct and yeah. the really cool thing about it is that initially we didn't know it was the house I was going to buy it was I was treating it like any other potential lead talking to the homeowner serving them. Walked them through the loan modification process once they got denied. Had them come in and meet with Melina. Mm-hmm. And once we realized, hey, selling is the best option. Originally, it wouldn't have been a deal, so to say. But mm-hmm. because I was coming in, I was able to qualify for traditional financing. We were going to live there. I did have some relationships that I've made with contractors and workers to come in and do uh, good work. Um, at Reasonable it, prices. Yeah, Yeah. It worked.
1: Yeah. I mean – Gosh, is that what we teach or something? I
0: I I feel like it is. I I was just thinking, you know, um, just maybe rewinding a a tad bit, uh, thinking about for me one of the, I don't know, one one, one of the more pointed moments of your journey was I can remember asking you uh, because I remember when we very first met, your number one goal was to get Ada out of her job, period. Like you wanted her to be able to leave her job. And so I remember asking you one day, like, um, I don't know why. I just asked you randomly, like, so what's the number? Do you know the number? And you kind of looked at me like, yeah. And I kind of knew you would hit that number.
1: The number meaning yeah. how much money you need in the bank or yes. how much money you need to
2: make to – because she was in retail for like 20-something years or something? Uh, 17. Yeah, 17 she worked years. the same job her entire life. It's the only job she's ever had. Mind you, the company went from – it was bought out sure. by somebody, but she stayed in the same job. For 17 years. 17 years, yeah. And so the
1: num- you had a number in your mind. Yeah. And Melina had to prompt you to...
0: Yeah, I, I kind of knew, you know, but I just... I, I knew that he had met that goal Mm. you know i knew that because i i believe this i think that it's a it's a great idea to retire like somebody out of their job or get somebody out of their job right or people i hear people say things like oh i want to help my parents retire that's a that's a great goal but if you don't know what that actually takes then it's just an idea it's a dream right It, it can't ever really be a goal so i remember saying do you know the number what is the number that it's going to take the amount of money in the bank for you to be able to get ada out of her job And in my mind, I already knew the answer, but it was more of a um, prompting question, I suppose, Uh, because my number one goal is, you know, like the whole person. So I knew you were doing really well at your job or, you know, in your business. I knew you were making money. I knew at this point you're going you're gonna to be probably doing this forever. You're an entrepreneur. You've got it. And so in my mind, one of the most important things is what's happening behind the scenes in your family life. You know, your marriage, in my mind, is the most important relationship that you have. And I know that when you have one person working at a, you know, regular job and then you're the entrepreneur, like your lives are so not connected and it's very easy to become, you know, two separate lives or roommates and not really understanding what's happening with the other. So my concern has always been that you have the ability to to get Ada home. And when I asked you that and you said, yeah, and I just kind of looked at you like, I feel like you made that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was, I actually remember that time in your office and Uh it was, I mean, the number was always 50,000. It was an idea Mm -hmm. of, okay, that's, that's more than an annual Mm -hmm. salary. You've Mm -hmm. got six to a, a year to get things done, like at this pace with what you have going on, with what's in your pipeline, if you can maintain that, that's the number. And it was once that number was hit, it was like, okay, well, we didn't make plans after that. We just said that was our goal. So then we had to sit down and go, okay, well, now we, what? Now we, we can move. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. Well, well, that was when the idea came. Well, okay, well, if we're going to move, well, yeah. then you need to stay. And exactly. that was when we're like, okay, like I'll never forget the time that I'm sitting in my office and Ada called and she's like, hey, can I put in my two weeks notice today? I remember that. And I literally like froze. <laughs> And in my mind, I went, okay, health insurance we're losing. Okay, I've got to replace this. I've got to figure out how to do this, all of this. And in her mind, she heard the hesitation, and she's like, oh, oh, like. Sorry. Yeah, and I was like, no, 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 no. Like, inside, I was, like, jumping for joy Mm -hmm. because there was a part of me that just says she believes in me. Like, that's what I heard when Mm -hmm. she said Can I quit my job? It was Mm. because, mind you, when I first started this, there was a a year of pruning, a year of massive character change that had to happen in order for this. So she's getting up, going to work, thinking that I'm sitting at home playing in my underwear on the computer, making offers and doing personal development stuff. (laughs) So there's that level of resentment. Of course. And then to hear her go, hey, like, can I do the one thing that I've been wanting to do and so afraid to do and step up and do? Is that okay?" Mm. But what was really cool is when she heard that hesitation and we started talking, she realized, well, maybe it's not the right time right now, mm-hmm. but at least she had entered that mentality of it mm-hmm. now being a potential reality.
0: That's so, that's like so huge. I, I mean, I know, I know that there's people listening to this podcast right now that are experiencing exactly, like they're still stuck in the, um, or maybe not stuck, but maybe they're just in this season of their significant other having resentment toward them for this, you know, adventure or journey or what uh, whatever you want to call it that the other person is embarking on. And it's really not easy. It's very, very difficult. So, and it's difficult on both people. So I really love what you just said. Like, I love that you just said what you heard her say was that she believes in you. That's, well,
1: that's a big deal. We hear it a lot yes cuz yes. a lot of people find us after they've been down the journey of i'm going i want to be an entrepreneur i want to be in real estate so mm-hmm. they go the you know i hate to say traditional route but it's mm-hmm. kind of the only option that's out there right you get online and you find seminars and webinars and go to hotel rooms and conferences and then you mm-hmm. you buy classes and then you're kind of on your own and we hear a lot of spouses or significant others
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: that are reluctant yes and, Probably rightfully so. Sure. I mean,
0: absolutely. People spend
1: a lot of money chasing this dream, Yep, you know, and then people are selling people dreams.
0: Absolutely.
1: And, you know, the worst, we, you know, we don't sell a dream. No, you know, like there's no, like this is hard work Mm -hmm. and, um, it's rewarding, you know, if you're willing to put in the work, but it's hard work. And, um, so rightfully so, when when we hear spouses say, "Hey, you know, I'm apprehensive because he or she, you know, they tried this before and they tried that before, yep. you know," and what that really says is they tried by you know they paid whatever the financial cost was, right? Right.
0: But and nobody really told right. them like the work that needs to be done, right? Right. And you just
1: heard Peter say, "For a year, yeah. I was sitting in my underwear working on
2: personal development
1: and making and making offers, right? Right." And He's that's also-
2: studying class material, learning. Like, going over what I'm supposed to know. what Mind you, I was still afraid to have a conversation. So I'm rehearsing, like, coming from a theater background and things like that. Like, I'm rehearsing. Okay, this is what I'm supposed to say when they say this. Not even attempting to really be present in the conversation. But, hey, I just need to check the box because when I knock on the door, I'm, uh, 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 uh Right. So. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's like learning an entirely new language, right? Absolutely. It really I mean, is. It's
2: literally, like I've, I just have went to school, mind you. I was like in pre-med and going, really taking organic chemistry, calculus, <laughs> physics, biology classes, and I feel like I've gotten a higher quality of education mm. and a much better ability to use that information in the last five years that I've invested dealing in learning this business, but not only, like you said, being an entrepreneur. Yeah, and that was the hardest part for her and I. Is I had failed things before when I tried to launch a website and great ideas uh-huh. and not having any idea how to manage, like thinking I can do it all my own. Mm. And it was, oh no, I need a developer. Okay, well I'll just go to school and take a side class to learn how to develop. <laughs> Holy crap, that's really hard. Like that's what, no, I'm gonna. Pay, I don't have money to pay somebody to do that. Well, I mm-hmm. guess that dream's closed. Mm. So mm. that's huge. Yeah, that's really really big. Yeah,
1: that's a that's that's pretty crazy. Um. weird the uh the everything he just said and i i just had this flashback and i don't know how we didn't get your permission to really talk about any of this stuff but like i remember sunday of you know standing in our in our you know whatever you want to call it our training facility at the office and you know you're on your way out and i just remember you you know i don't know like i said i didn't get your permission to share full disclosure yeah But, you know,
0: you mean five years ago,
1: five years ago, five years ago, five years ago, his first first
0: three day training,
1: the end of our first initial three days of training. Mm -hmm. So which we still do initial three days of training. Right. And and, I actually get to teach on that day
0: now. (laughs) (laughs) That is incredible. Right. Yeah.
1: From, you know, being there. But you were you were broken at that time. I
2: mean, would you agree? Yeah, uh, I mean, I've I've been broken a good portion of my life. Mm. Um, I was definitely on on the rebound. I was definitely in a spot where like I'd hit rock bottom. I'd hit places where like I don't ever want to go again. Mm-hmm. And it was just the place that I was coming from, and the place that I was at in my own walk, in my own life, in my own spirituality. Like it was just felt too good to be true. And that was like where my biggest because I knew it was where I needed to be. I knew it was where life was taking me. And I just didn't believe it. Like it mm-hmm. was, I, I I couldn't rectify that with everything that had come before it.
1: Yeah, mm. I remember you saying something to the effect of, and correct me if I'm wrong, because um, we didn't talk about this ahead of time, but something to the effect of, uh, and at at the end of three days, like, please tell me that this is this is real, because I don't think I can take, you know, another an, another heartbreak, another you know betrayal, another something in my life. Was that? yeah exactly it
2: was it was very much along the lines like hey this is everything i've ever wanted everything i've ever been looking for like it better be real (laughs) (laughs) right otherwise i'm done yeah like literally like postal i was at the place where i was fully surrendered to a place and it's like you know what lord if this is where you're leading me then i'm here if not then i've just absolutely been betrayed and everything i believe is a lie (sighs) wow
0: man how many people live there
2: I think a lot
0: of people live there. I don't think that I know you are not alone in that place. I just don't think everybody has enough courage to, uh, you know, share that that clearly, right? Because Or they're not
1: clear themselves.
0: That could be. Yeah. Maybe they don't even have the ability to articulate it in the way that, you know, Peter is obviously intelligent and uh, articulate. But for you to be able to put that into words... And, and really, like, look Dave straight in the face and just say it to him.
2: Mm-hmm. It was
0: a really big deal.
2: Well, and every time I tell that story, I, I always specify that you look me dead in my eyes man to man like exactly what needed to happen in that moment Mm -hmm. because every other person that would have turned their back that would have been shining a gold smile would Mm -hmm. not have been able to maintain the intensity of the glare that we exchanged that day right and i said this dude is for real and Mm -hmm. i'm jumping in nesty plunge head first (laughs) better not break my neck because i'm swimming
0: (laughs) nesty plunge (laughs) yes
2: and so everybody hears this
1: clearly because I don't want This to, I don't want this to sound like this is some sort of you know rainbow, and at the end of it there's this pot of gold, and like you know if I can just get over that hump, then it's just going to be perfect, and so forth. You know, last last week we had a um, we had a conversation because we can just say you know Peter was kind of we'll, we'll call it in a valley, maybe or I don't know. We'll, just for the sake of time, we can you know we'll just call it that. And, and you know, you reached out and said I need help, and I you know I'm stuck and he's stuck in being an entrepreneur. I mean, it's really what it came down to. Like, he's running, you know, he's bought his own house and fixing that one up. He's got two other fix and flips happening at the same time. He's coaching, you know, new students in that fix and flip. It, that fix and flip has no other mentors in it. There's nobody else really. I mean, I've been there a couple of times and maybe gave you a couple of pointers here or there, but really, you took it on yourself.
0: He yeah. is the mentor.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, if I'm actually honest with you, everyone this is one that i brought to you and you said hey I'm, i you wouldn't do that deal yeah and looking at it and looking at your plate and everything i says yeah he he couldn't he wouldn't right. because the the spread is it, it doesn't match what you need right now for your deals right and looking at it and sitting down and using some of the creative strategies that we've talked about and that i've learned and yeah. getting some of the students involved and being that hey, exactly how it worked out I was like you know what I think I can take this one on mm-hmm. and do I regret it not at all I think it's going to be a great deal I'm, I'm absolutely amazed and super excited about what it's going to be like when it's finished mm-hmm. but it's been a pain in the butt yeah. <laughs> yeah, like all the things that you said could go wrong are going wrong yeah and <laughs> what's really cool is there hasn't been any like major emergencies like it's right. been things that hey either a phone call or hey you know what I haven't experienced this how do I handle it right and it was okay do this do this do this right and it's it's been a huge learning experience it's definitely boosted my confidence to being able to handle things sure but at the same time coupled with remodeling our old place that we moved out of and fix and flipping our place it was a lot for me to handle at one time
1: yeah. right right and then that juggling act of of being able to prioritize what do i what do i need to do and then even like you said pruning so the pruning process right which none of us like
0: no, right? pruning sucks.
1: <laughs> we we don't Painful. like, right? But when we talk about pruning, those of you that uh, we're talking about really like with with trees. You know, we we prune them. You know, in the winter time because you know we want them to produce fruit come come spring and summer, right? So we we cut the branches down, and it actually hurts the tree,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: It hurts the tree. The tree you know bleeds, and then but the roots ultimately go down and get stronger. The yeah. foundation of that tree stronger, so it can endure the the seasons it's going to go through and the weather it's going to be challenged with and so forth, and then it can ultimately produce fruit that allows us to, to eat off that tree, right? So Peter's kind of went through that pruning process, you know, in five years. Uh, it's not, not, not too bad you haven't been through it too much. And um, made a bunch of money along the way, got your wife out of her job now. She works with you day in and day out. Um, I'm certain she's helped you on the projects you're working on right now.
2: Yeah, it was actually cool. She got really hands-on on our place. Like she says like she did all the caulking on the baseboards mm-hmm. and the door jams and the everything there. So she's becoming a little bit more handy and I can see just little things in her confidence. Like she's much more open to talking to people. She's mm-hmm. much more just jovial to be around. Mm-hmm. And it's it's been awesome. <laughs> I mean to to say, uh mind you, we're still kind of in limbo with she my whole thing is, look, I would love for her to come alongside and like do this business and get involved. But more importantly, my heart says, I want her to find something that she's passionate about. Like I found where I belong. I found what I'm going to do, who Mm -hmm. I'm going to be. And I just think now is the time for her to finally decide, Hey, what do I really want to do? And that's kind of what I'm encouraging her to, to find that spot. And if it's with me doing this, great. If it's with her, having a garden in the backyard and learning about pruning herself mm-hmm. <laughs> more power to her that's so
0: amazing like you know that is like the to me that is the ultimate uh, you're you're in the best possible position for you to be able to say to your wife go find what you're passionate about and whatever it is you are that's all you want i mean yeah, what marriage doesn't need that? <laughs> like exactly, every marriage needs that. Yeah, right. Every relationship. So yeah. it's like that's really incredible. It's important to stop and and think that think about that. Remember that.
1: Yeah, you know, one of the um, the trainings we're doing. You know, because we do the you know monthly club meeting, and uh, one of the trainings that that we're you know outlining is like our time management and goal setting we'll be you know we're heading we're in the last quarter and you know 2017 here so we'll be looking at our own forecasts in 2018 and those those kinds of things and i know peter said before you know i didn't write down any of my goals mm-hmm. right i didn't have anything written down these things were just kind of you know i spoke them right you know i might let somebody know but um you know one of the things i, I think we would encourage everybody to do is is you know write down these these goals and like melina said like what's the number
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. I mean, we went through this experience ourselves when when we retired your parents, yep, you know, and, you know, Melinda's, you know, dad and and ultimately he's he's passed from from cancer and his battle with cancer. But I remember like sitting down with him and he's like going to work every day, yeah. you know, and on chemo. Yes. And it was all about like, you know, well, I can't retire because I need health care, mm-hmm. you know, and we're like, OK, well, how much is that health care? And then, you know, your mom, you know, she's in suffering with Alzheimer's and, and, um, you know, what's that going to take? And I remember us sitting down and just being like, Hey, the numbers, I think it was $3,000 a month they needed, Mm -hmm. you know, we're like, okay, so we need to make $3,000 extra a month and they can retire and retire to ultimately battle, you know, cancer and your mom, you know, being able to not, not work anymore and help him out during that time. And we had to sit down and figure out like, what's that number? You know, like, and it
0: turned out it was completely doable.
1: Right? Yeah, that it wasn't was the some.
0: No, it wasn't like
1: ambiguous. Kind of maybe someday. Kind right. of sort of.
0: Right. You know, we
1: had to. We had to crunch the numbers and figure out how can we make mm-hmm. that money and can we make it happen? And ultimately, we did.
0: Absolutely, know? and and that, I, yeah, it was probably the one of the the most um, educational experiences and probably the most life changing experiences for me personally to have was the idea that you know it's such a lofty goal and how many people say i would love to be able to retire my wife i would love to be able to retire my parents but most of us don't ever actually back into what does that mean
2: right and and i myself am Admitting that I didn't crunch all the numbers and didn't count for everything, right? But at the same time, if I would have, it would have prevented me from just stepping out and doing it.
0: Uh, That's actually great. I think it's really funny because you did have the number of fifty thousand, yeah. And I wasn't Mm going to say the number, but I knew that you were there. So I remember looking at you, going, "So what are you doing?" (laughs) Right? It's because it's almost it's almost as if you picked a number like that. Just seemed like okay, maybe when we get fifty grand in the bank, you know, like like, like, yeah, like you know, quote fifty grand, you know, might as well be. 10 billion (laughs) dollars like it seemed did it seem kind of like like really lofty yeah lofty like maybe not even really you know uh, not even attainable like yeah "Eh, it's lofty not really attainable so let's just let's just throw 50. An extra 50. Yeah Yeah. like kind of like it's almost yeah like oh whatever because I they say I have to have a number that's the number okay crap (laughs) we have the number now (laughs) what right right it
1: was actually way above because I remember we're we're, we did five deals together in, in one year and um there was i mean you had the number down to the penny yeah i mean we used to laugh and joke about this but it was what eighty six thousand or something yeah one, yeah once it was like split yeah That's, we split it and yeah. your your half and melina's half were eighty six thousand and something dollars a piece and it's like and literally you had it down to the the, the penny yeah. and um i remember talking about that because they were down to the penny because he was figuring out his taxes
2: yeah when we first because it, it was 2015 <laughs> it was right at the end of 2015 was when I in, well 2016 is when I incorporated and had to like I did my own taxes because I didn't know anything mm-hmm. and it was kind of I, I do well under pressure give me deadlines and I'll perform
0: like an so awesome entrepreneur that you are <laughs> So <it laughs> that was, is an excellent trait that most of us <laughs> have
2: it was like oh no taxes are due I have not planned at all I have all my receipts like I was taught now <laughs> I have to go through them all mm. so it was kind of like self audit Myself, and that was when I came to the realization like, oh wow, like that number's there. <laughs> oh boy, what am oh. I gonna do now? Plus. And then the scary part because this was when we were going to Hawaii last year is when all of this started taking place. It was like, wait a minute, like I'm about to dump all of my own money and fund my own deal. And then all that's, like, not going to be there for a little
0: bit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Knowing that it was, like, going to go like
2: almost double, but it was like, uh, that's not going to be there. Uh Uh-huh. That little security blanket. Yeah. Yeah, the little (laughs) nest egg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did go to Hawaii, too. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah.
1: When's the last time you took a vacation um, with Ada prior to that?
2: Uh, prior to that, we usually get about one a year. That's like a good. I feel like you had like four this year. <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot. We're actually going back to Hawaii on November fourteenth. Oh, you are. Yeah. Oh, what if? Oh, thanks for the invite. Yeah. Well, All you right. guys said you'd never go back to Hawaii again, so we're <laughs> yeah. going because we missed part of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and because they sent us like a coupon to get a really good exactly. deal. Exactly. Oh wow.
0: Just for the record, I need a rooster wine glass again because mine broke.
2: Just hint, okay. hint.
1: <laughs> Duly noted. Duly noted. <laughs> A rooster wine glass. Yeah, because
0: there's roosters all over the island. It's the best thing ever.
1: Yeah. Chickens. All kinds of chickens. I just like roosters. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Well, <laughs> that's uh I, I just appreciate you coming out and sharing, Peter. I appreciate your transparency. Um, I appreciate your willingness to to grow and you know, go through the the you know, the knocks that sometimes come through and then and you know, you're the ultimately the people that we're looking for. people that aren't going to quit who are committed who aren't going to be you know the fair weather friends if you will you know when you know stuff hits hits you know hard you you've risen to the occasion and so I just want to say thank you for that thank you for your loyalty and your commitment to to us and to the club and to the students and um you know despite despite how you may have felt over the last few months and just being in in stuff um you know you haven't you know packed up and, and skipped town, if you will.
2: Yeah,
0: so. I, I was just going to ask, um, I, I think that, like, in order to tie this up, um, Pete, if, if I would say to you, like, you know, w- we just identified that you've been in a valley, and the valley was being in overwhelmed mode, right? Overwhelmed by too many tasks to do, too many places to be, um, only one of you, only 24 hours, um, and then we were able to have a conversation. If you could, like... If you could give us the the takeaway, right? The the one takeaway, or maybe two takeaways, whatever, however you want to put it. But if you could give us a takeaway, uh, because I know plenty of people get stuck in the in the overwhelm mode. Uh, and if you could give us just for you, like what's the what's the takeaway for you that you. You know, that to get out of it, because you're obviously out of it. I, I could see, I, it was like, I was like, oh my gosh, welcome back. You know, even though I see you every day. Right, right. I saw you and I said, I hugged you and I was like, oh my God, it's so good to have you back.
2: Well, that right? was like, what, Saturday yeah. in class? I, yeah. I was like, it felt good to be back. Like when Tim and I were on mm-hmm. stage and taking questions and
0: mm-hmm. just
2: kind of having a flow up there, it was like, wow, this is, I miss powerful. Powerful. Um, the takeaway, I think one of the biggest things that resonated with me that day is when, after I kind of threw up on everybody, um, just in letting all the concerns and things that I'd felt I'd been going through and sharing and feeling that I did, couldn't share, one of the things that really hit me is when Dave said, like, you know, you really sound like a big victim right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and in my own mind, like, I had a validity of all of the problems and all of the issues and things, and, but at the same time, I also, they got solved. Mm. And it was like you know what you you have a really big point like everything inside of me wanted to like rebuttal that and say well, I, but I couldn't because it was like if I heard myself from a, a non detached perspective right now I, I would say the same thing mm. and the, the takeaway is that you are the result of what you choose to do. Like, the thing that I will attribute to every successful investor at the club, mind you, we come from every possible background you could ever imagine. (laughs) Like, we call ourselves the home of the misfits. Yes. But the one thing that the successful ones have in common, 100%, is that we haven't quit. Mm. Like, that's the only thing stopping you from succeeding is you not persevering and pushing forward. Mm. And as deceived as I was feeling that I had to do that entirely on my own and it felt that way, I'd be a jerk to say that I was 100% right in being alone and feeling that I couldn't reach out for help. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I told those little voices in the back of my head to, like, sit down and shut up that I could come to a space of saying, hey, I'm, I'm over my head. I'm literally walking in quicksand, not because I've fallen, but because there's so many responsibilities that I'm not used to juggling mm-hmm. that are weighing me down. Mm-hmm. And just to set one of those down for a minute and reach my hand up and ask for help, it was really easy to actually get pulled out of the mire. <laughs> but it was that humility of going hey i'm this is where i am and this is where i'm going mm-hmm. to stay if i don't do something different mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's right. great. I mean, that that absolutely is the perfect summation of, in, in my mind, the the power of the club. It's the power of relationships, right? That's what we start talking to people about the moment they walk into the club. The most important thing in your life is your relationships. And it's not only your personal relationships at home. It is your relationships that you choose to have inside of your business. And that, for me is why I absolutely love this club. I love this club full of a bunch of misfits <laughs> because we literally are all uh, committed to each other. And you're right, every single one of us gets stuck. It's Dave and I are not above getting stuck. And we are not <laughs> so full of humility uh, that we automatically put our hands up and be like, hey, we're stuck. Right? Mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, a, it's a challenge for every single person to do that. So, but I believe that's, that is what courage does. Courage is admitting when you're in the quicksand, when you're walking in quicksand. And then the beautiful thing is that you have people to literally, there's so many people that, you know, you can lift your hand up to. It's amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I, I do want to just say thank you for, you know, (laughs) we we were just talking about, you know, podcasts and schedule and all that stuff. And, and, um, yesterday when I was on uh, Facebook, there was a comment from somebody Mm -hmm. Who said, you know, I was, somebody told me about the club and I I was super skeptical about it. And one of the things that their comment was specifically, you know, I went back and I listened to every podcast twice. (laughs) That's that's some serious dedication, right? We're 30 something podcasts deep now. And um, I listened to every podcast twice. And it just helped me realize that there are really good people out there Mm. who are doing a really good business, who really do want to help people. And, you know, my own skepticism comes from, you know, my background of, you know, there are some not really good people, and I've come across some of them, and they've hurt me. And um, so, but, you know, I just, I won't mention his name, but, you know, the, the guy who put that on there, I thought, huh, so there is value in doing all this, and there is value, and there's people listening. And so this makes it all worthwhile. So I just want to say thank you, Peter.
0: Yeah, me too. Thank you.
1: Thank you. All right. Well, we'll call that a wrap. and
0: uh, Wait, I was going to say uh-oh. this. Last thing I want to say, and that is this that is when people, and I think it's that's a Mother Teresa poem, right? She says, You know, people hurt you, um, love them anyway, right? Um, you know, people want to not celebrate your success, right? Do it anyway. I just feel like that's what I want to say, like, just do it anyway. Mm. That's I feel like that's what this is all about.
1: Mm. All right, cool. Well, we'll call it a wrap, and we're gonna be what are we flipping.
0: We're flipping everything, man. <laughs> flipping We're five f- years. Flipping five years. Flipping five years in love. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Well, we will catch you guys um, next week. And next week we have a really cool
0: podcast. I know. I'm excited.
1: It's a, it'll be a first.
0: It will. It'll be something a, you've never heard.
1: Uh, something you've never you heard. Yeah.
0: So
1: <laughs> catch you guys, uh, I say, next week. Yeah, actually, in two weeks. Okay. So with that.
0: Boswell's out.
1: Peace.